This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today, the Department of Justice and the FBI are now investigating what they say is a disturbing spike in harassment of school administrators over CRT. Yes, in fact, you could be a domestic terrorist if you dare raise hell with your school board. A new bombshell report also shows coronavirus was in China as early as May 2019, and China knew about it. Is anyone surprised? I don't think so, but we'll get into the details anyway, and it all starts right now. Hey, welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Today, it look, I'm just going to call this the honky tonk episode. <laughs> okay, because I I am joined by two cowboys and I mean that in the most like respectful, amazing way. We've got Chad Prather host of the Chad Prather show. Don't you know that if you would listen to social media, you'd know we're all hat and no cattle. That's what drives me nuts. Right. Okay, so we're also joined by Sheriff Bill Weyburn of uh, Tarrant County. That's so. Do you get that a lot too? People are I like, have got "Oh, that. you're not a real cowboy." Yeah, that's so obnoxious. I own cows and I'm a boy. Well, and yeah. I have people who work for me, so maybe that makes me a cattle man. Ah, well, but I yeah. think you've you've done enough with cattle to I've qualify. Done a lot. I think. I, like I'm not at the point where I'm branding people like that show, uh, whatever it's called, Yellowstone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not at that point, but I'll get there. Make me governor and watch. <laughs> oh God. Uh, also, by the way, I, I was going to introduce you as also author, author of the new book that you need finally, in your life. Finally, am I crazy? Get it where books are offered. Yes, please. And uh, it's finally out. It's and it is. It's a good one. And I don't mean to brag or anything, but like some of the people who endorse your book on the back are really cool too. They're all right. <laughs> your name even pops up. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get into the headlines. We've got a lot to get into. So Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, actually ordered the FBI yesterday to begin investigating what they say is a recent spike in, quote, harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against school administrators. Uh, the Department of Justice, here's this, this is the, the memo that went out over here, um, and they said they are directing U.S. attorneys and the FBI to work with local officials to identify and curb threats to school administrators. Of course, it did not cite specific examples which I'm sure is no surprise to either of you sitting at this table. Um, and they said, while spirited debate about policy matters, about policy matters is protected under our constitution, the protection does not extend to threats of violence or efforts to intimidate individuals based on their views. Uh, threats against public servants are not only illegal, they run counter to our nation's core values. Hmm. Interesting that he brought up nation's core values. Uh, those who dedicate their time and energy to ensuring that our children receive a proper education in a safe environment deserve to be able to do their work without fear 
uh, for their safety. So um, it's just interesting because this does come at the same time that we keep seeing all of these viral videos surface of all of these school board meetings. Parents, by the way, of every color, shape and size talking to the school board administrator saying we do not want you to teach critical race theory in our schools. We don't believe that it's helpful. We think that it's divisive. It's not true. And we wish that you would stop teaching it. Um, and, uh, you know, we've seen uh, police who did you did you happen to see what happened in Round Rock, Sheriff? No, no I have not. So apparently the school board uh, set up. Did you did you hear about this, Chad? OK, mm-hmm. so so tell me if I'm if I'm getting this correctly. The school board called the police to yeah. keep people out of the meeting. So Jeremy Story, who will actually be on my show Thursday night. Great guy. Uh, he's he's uh, a chaplain down there with uh He's got a pretty great position uh, and influence down there. Uh, He goes in and and they were physically hindering him. They actually injured him. The Mm. police did hindered him from going in. He had some information he was going to expose. I'll let you watch the show and find out about that. But then a few nights later, they came about 10 o'clock at night and arrested him and another parent at his house. And so this was an this was a situation where the school board, the, the, the super or the president of the school board was actually telling the police what to do in going in. This is a this what happens were, when you create this what happens when you create little tyrants mm-hmm. and give them power they should never have. Mm-hmm. See, what should be illegal is is continuing to send our kids to these brainwashing institutions that are normalizing Marxist socialism and teaching them these crazy concepts that are completely uh, against American culture and our way of life. And then, you know, you can't you go to a a school and you walk into the office and say, hey, as a parent, I'm here to get my kid. And they go, why? It's not your business. Why? It's my kid. At some point in time, we have to put the authority back in the hands of the parents. School board wasn't there when you were having that baby and clawing out your husband's eyeballs and cussing him they, they weren't there for that how, i know how do you know i got kids <laughs> I, I was there for all of them <laughs> and so this is the kind of thing where they have stepped over and now they're going to turn this and turn over uh, uh gosh what what state was it the other day where they came out and said was it california where they said your children are basically they belong to the state mm-hmm. it, it, you know as far as your education parents should not have a say in the education of their children of course it's time to fight back against this. Yeah, and this this does come, you know, I mentioned domestic terrorism, kind of tongue-in-cheek earlier, but this does come at the same time that the, uh, it's like the National School Board uh, Association is also deeming, I mean, they're basically saying, if you are in opposition to CRT, that you would qualify as a domestic terrorist. So we've got all of these these plates spinning at the same time. It, don't think it's coincidence that this is that this is happening, Sheriff. Well, let me say this about that. Those people are way off the bubble. Is CRT is a wrong thing. It divides the nation. It critically divides us. It goes against every doctrine of Martin Luther King, every doctrine that we have tried to come up with to unify this nation. That's number one. Number two is is that I have absolutely confidence in local authorities to investigate, and, and the AG needs to stay at home. Mm. If he wants to declare in domestic terrorism, I would like to point out these folks south of the border we call the cartel. Right. Mm-hmm. And let's declare them terrorists, and they are the number one law enforcement issue. But I would say that uh, uh, for the folks that are struggling with this, it's a horrible struggle. It, the, the bitter pill is, is that we've got to stand up we got to be accounted for, we got to get organized, and we got to turn over that school board. Yeah. That's what we've got to do. And we've, we've seen that happen in Tarrant County where uh, Tim O'Hare led a great flight up on the north where he, he uh, uh, gathered up support 
overturned the school board, threw out critical race theory, and it was incredible. At the same time, I have a strong recommendation for these parents. I agree absolutely with Chad. I'm in charge of my kids. Mm -hmm. I'm responsible for my kids. Pull them out of that school. Mm -hmm. uh, Homeschool is tough and it's sacrificial, but we can figure it out and do something different and get out of that secular school so that we take the power away from them. The power being taken away from them immediately is that child not being in that seat. That's right. mm-hmm. Well, and that's a great point that you bring up because I, a lot of people, conservatives especially, they're like, I work, right? right. We, we work hard, I work, we both work, we work full time, how am I supposed to do it? And it's like, well, I, what are, what's your other option? I love how measured and deliberate the sheriff always I know. is, right? Like, that's his way of saying what I would say, let's burn it to the ground. Like, <laughs> let's just anathema. Let's just a Carthaginian peace. Just rake it under, pour salt on the field so nothing ever grows there again. It's a socialist Marxist institution. Uh, the Department of Education has never educated anybody, yeah. right? So yeah. here's what you do. You get together with a group of parents and you say, we're going to hire a teacher. We're going to hire a mm-hmm. teacher and she's going to come into our home and our kids in our neighborhood, where they're going to come in there and we're going to have a little one-room schoolhouse just like the yep. did a little house on the prairie a little co-op uh, and, and we're gonna have our own little co-op and we're gonna put together you know what I put in ten thousand dollars a year <laughs> you put in ten thousand dollars a year you put, right. it's not that hard to do and I mean you pick your number you pick your group of people but there's solutions to doing this and you're right when that when that when little Johnny and God bless him he doesn't have to wear a mask mm-hmm. you know if he's at home in a co-op school being taught uh, they're gonna notice when little Johnny's not there yeah yeah I I feel like um, the left has really done a great job of becoming activists in mm-hmm. everything that they do. They put activism first. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a it was it's been a tough lesson for conservatives to learn that where you're not going to keep your country by not getting involved, not getting mm-hmm. active, not getting uh, active at the local level, especially because Sheriff, as you pointed out, they really have done a great job, sadly, of infiltrating all of the local, you know, the school board, Absolutely. all of the local elections. It's scary to see who people are electing in. Absolutely. Why? Well, I, I want to make it clear. I don't want any bullies. I don't want anybody threatened. Right. I don't want any of that done. That's not the right thing to do. But doing things like what Chad just suggested and what you said, I think is that's where we go and we go gangbusters at it. And wouldn't it be amazing if a major school here in uh, here in Texas or anywhere else all of a sudden was empty tomorrow? Mm-hmm. That'd yeah. be a signal. It really would. I know, and that's and that, that's why I keep telling people with the vaccine mandates, with this, with school, especially their strength in numbers. But you have to stick together and do it all at once. You, you That's where you're going to have Luther your power. King Jr. I, I encourage conservatives go back and really study what Martin Luther King did mm-hmm. in civil disobedience, peaceful protest. They, they, yeah, they went to jail over it. But that's okay. Right. Uh, go back and study what they did, and we've just gotten so lazy that people don't. They, they want the state to take care of it. And we've yes. given them all the power, and then we want to complain that they took it. Yeah, that's a great point. We've got to prepare to sacrifice today to regain our country. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it's going to be sacrifice in our own checking account. It's going to be sacrifice mm-hmm. in our own time. Uh, but if we stand up and do that, we can make a difference. We can save it for our children. Mm-hmm. Amen. Really. Uh, all right. So in in the midst of all of this, the Biden administration, I think, is no surprise to anyone, is being blasted uh, for weaponizing the DOJ. Here's a tweet from Matt Walsh. Leftist activists can come to your house with bullhorns, film you in the bathroom, loot your business, burn police stations. The FBI does nothing. But if conservative parents raise their voices at a school board meeting, they're hunted down as terrorists. The law is dead. 
And then we have another one from, uh, I believe it's Ted Cruz. At his confirmation hearing, Merrick Garland <laughs> promised not to follow the Obama model of weaponizing the DOJ to target and persecute his political opponents. Just a few months in, he's already breaking that promise uh, and then put the hashtag critical race theory. So, uh, you know, I, have you guys been keeping up with how Matt Walsh has been fighting back against mm. all of the the CRT nonsense and the school boards and Loudoun County? I I personally, I think it's great. I love I like I love that they had no idea what was coming their way when yeah. Matt Walsh stepped up to the microphone. Yeah. And just <laughs> it had had church basically. Yes. Yeah. At their expense. Yeah. It was fun to watch. It was amazing. It was really amazing. Um, but Sheriff, what, like, what are your thoughts on Again, I know we've touched on the FBI and I don't I don't mean I want to make this clear. I don't mean any disrespect towards uh, the people at the FBI, but it does seem that the big bureaucracy part of it has really just done such a disservice to the to the name itself. They're just they're focused on like white rage and all of these issues when we've got so much more going on. They seem blind to it all. Absolutely. You know, is that. We're the Haitians, you know, know, where where are some of these other people? But AG, the AG is, uh, I think he's out of line on this. I think he needs to sit back. You know, uh, when I was growing up and and watching law enforcement, FBI was at the top of the chain. Mm -hmm. And when you start doing this, you drop them down to no more than a political tool. Mm -hmm. And that has got to stop. And I think personally, the solution to that, and, and Biden's not the only president that did it. Trump's done it. Bush has done it. They haven't had a real cop as their director in almost 40 years. And what we need is a cop at the top of that organization who is ethical and willing, willing to be fired for doing the right thing. I love that. I think that all of the departments, really, when you're talking about the federal government, would be better served by someone who actually has like the experience and not 80 years ago. Right. I mean, you see Fauci and how he's it's like, when's the last time he's even seen a patient and he is making all of these calls? They're just so far removed in the bureaucracy uh, that I think they forget what it's like to actually be a person in real life like the rest of us. Uh, All right. We've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So if you are uh, living life in pain, maybe you have reached the age where just everything hurts all the time. You roll out of bed and you're like, I think I pulled something. I don't know how because all I did was roll out of bed. What you don't realize is the underlying cause is probably inflammation in your body. And unless you you defeat that inflammation, you can cause permanent damage. Omega XL is backed by 35 years of clinical research and it actually attacks the root cause of the problem, which is the inflammation. So if you are over there and you get in pain and you take a like a topical cream and rub it on your shoulder, it feels good for 10 minutes and then it completely wears off. Omega XL is not going to do that. It will neutralize that inflammation. It is, by the way, an essential fatty acid combination from the waters of New Zealand. So I know you men out there are like, oh, well, if it's natural, it doesn't work. Oh, but you're wrong. It does. And we have our own Pat Gray, who also is a man, or at least he identifies as one, I believe, uh, who used this. He could not move his elbow. He used this within a week. He was feeling way better. Within two weeks, he felt completely better again. You got to try it if you're in pain. It can change your life. Go to OmegaXL.com slash news. You can get one bottle and get a second bottle for free over at OmegaXL.com slash news. So we were discussing the FBI who is now waging war on parents who, by the way, pay uh, in their taxes for all of these schools 
school board meetings that they are trying to attend and voice their opinion on what their children are being taught. The FBI is focusing on that. And as Matt Walsh kind of alluded to, um, we have people who are actually harassing uh, senators and not just like, oh, I'm going to come talk to you while you're at dinner or while you're uh, walking through someplace. I mean, they followed, we played this on the show yesterday, guys. They followed uh, Kirsten Cinema into the bathroom, which is right. illegal in Arizona. Uh, I, I think I heard a man's voice that was in that clip as well. So there was a male and a female, at least, following her into the bathroom. Um, so <laughs> I, I wouldn't call that uh, kosher. Um, but what do I know? I guess the FBI is totally fine with that uh, and not with these types of things. So yesterday, like I said, we talked about K Kirsten Cinema, who was harassed in the bathroom at Arizona State University. Uh, it didn't stop there. They also harassed her at the airport and even worse during her flight. So here, it, th this is the thing, too. These people keep taping it as if it's something to be proud of, as if they, they're like they're not completely embarrassed and mortified that they did this to someone. Uh, so here is Kirsten Cinema being approached on her flight by uh, basically an illegal immigrant activist who tries to corner her and talk to her about the bill that she hasn't even voted on yet, just said, I don't support it. Watch. Senator. I just, I can't. I can't. The, the, the idea that you should be applauded for taking your phone like this and doing some gotcha moment to someone on a plane, regardless of who they are, is just beyond me. It's, it's insane. Can you, what, what do you do if, what do you do if you're cinema? Are you ever voting for any of their stuff again? So these are targeted hits, okay? This is the next level of what we call an internet troll, all right? This is this is yeah. real-life trolling yeah. Yeah. of people. They're targeting this, just like in the bathroom scene, when they, the clip when they go in there and they're talking about the Build Back Better plan. They're, they're using the name for that because yeah. I guarantee you these people are operatives. They, they know that they're there to do that. I don't think she was filming herself, taping herself. She had another person who was taping you that. Think? Yeah, I think I so. mean, regardless, it was all set up, obviously. It was a setup to do yeah. all of these things. Um, no, I never would. And, and again, I, you know, I don't know what you guys talked about on the show yesterday because I don't watch this crap. But let me tell you. Oh, the, uh, I love you, too. <laughs> I was on the road. Uh <laughs> But imagine if this was a conservative who was coming at her doing this, or a Trump supporter, God forbid, one of those insurrectionists, you know, somebody that uh, they would they'd be brought up on federal charges, they'd be labeled domestic terrorists, they'd be, you know, all of these things. This would be every, like, oh, see what these conservatives are doing. They're just, they're attacking senators again. They want the overthrow of the government. You'd have all of this narrative. And of course, Joe Biden just laughs it off as, hey, this is just something that happens unless you have Secret Service people. Right. Right? So, what would I do if I was Kristen Sinema? Well, if I'd have been in the bathroom, I'd have beat the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I, would, I, I would have a hard time. I can't believe she stayed silent. <laughs> I, I really can't. Yeah. I, I mean, kudos to she, her. Yeah, she needs to, she needs to uh, maybe, maybe 
tighten up her security a little bit. Yeah, I, I would recommend the same thing. Sheriff, I want to get your thoughts, but Chad, you mentioned Joe Biden's uh, response to this. So he was asked about this yesterday. And, you know, I mean, he did. He came out and said the right thing by saying, like, yeah, they were wrong. But, it, you know, it's happened. It happens to everyone. It's part of the process. Listen. Joe Manchin had people on kayaks show up to his boat to yell at him. Senator Sinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that those tactics are crossing a line? I don't think they're appropriate tactics, but it happens to everybody. From the, <laughs> the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process, yes, sir. It's just all part of the process, Sheriff. It's not in Tarrant County. <laughs> Let me say that, is that this lack of civility uh-huh. is just absolutely incredible. And that good senator took the high road, didn't respond. But the lack of civility is crashing this nation. And until we bring back some type of kindness, respectfulness, and say, okay, I, I agree to disagree with you, and I'm going to appropriately go through your, your office to visit with you, this kind of stuff... Uh, is as bad as anything that we talked about on the school business. Mm. Is is this these uncivil people, and they shouldn't be given the time of day? I want to bring back duels, sheriff. Like let's do like <laughs> it would it would stop people from getting offended. Like like let's just bring back that kind of let's slap them in the face with a leather glove and the pistols at dawn. There you go. I, right? I, you know, I mean that's civil. I mean yeah. that's there's an element of civility to that. I also yeah. think there there is. I mean. <laughs> Part of it is, you know, these people are so brazen, they break our laws getting here, or someone had to break a law to get, let's say, a child, if a child is too young to cross themselves. Someone broke a law to get you here, so you're here illegally, and you're so bold to just be like, yeah, I'm here illegally. Mm-hmm. You need to you need to make it right for me. Why, like, why are we not just deporting these people? Oh, yeah, a- absolutely. And this this ability to close your space and have zero respect for the person that you're even dealing with, mm-hmm. it, but how do you get them, so how do you get them to recognize that? Because I agree with you that we need to get back to a place of civility, but I think conservatives for so long have been like, well, we're going to be the morally sound people, right? We're, we're going to be better than that. We're going to, to stay above. And the left is not going to play that way. So how, how, do, we, how do we make the shift? Yeah, as the president so quietly said, that, that's, that's not good tactics. Why didn't he strongly come out and condemn right. that? Just right. focus on that. Let's just focus on that. We don't want anybody doing that. It needs to stop. Those people are, are not good people that do that. Mm-hmm. I wish that the leadership in Washington would do that. And I think that the other way is, is that that's what we're seeing crumbling is our rule of laws. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've lost the border. We've, you know, look how we treated our neighbors in Afghanistan. Yeah. You know, I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. And uh, we have got to regain honor, regain uh, a high ridge of distinction of respect for each other. Uh, or, or th- that plane is going to hit the dirt pretty hard and crash and burn. Yeah. And a strong show of force does demonstrate some element of civility. It I at least so. encourages it. I mean, nobody's ever followed you into the bathroom. You're an elected <laughs> official. Uh, you know how to defend yourself right. on multiple levels. Uh, I, I know how to defend myself. I, I, I have a peacemaker. <laughs> and I have a guy with me at all times. Right. They don't follow me in the bathroom either. They're targeting. They, they, this is the tactic of the troll, right? They're going to target the weakest and they're going to go after, you know, this seemingly defenseless uh, female senator. I'm sorry, but this is where pronouns matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to target her in this in this situation. But then to sweep it under the rug like the president did 
Nobody ever followed Joe Biden into the bathroom when he was a senator. That's, and that's what I was thinking. He says, oh, it happens to everyone. And I was thinking, when has it happened to you? Never. never. It never happened to you. You were in uh, Congress for 10 million years yeah. and it never happened to you. <laughs> and by the way, OK, so hold me accountable here. I was trying to think of a time when he says it happens to everyone. And I was trying to think, do conservatives have conservatives done this? To the left, because well, I couldn't it think happens of a time. If you listen to Maxine Waters, who says, "Go, oh, you need to rass them." Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Impeach, <laughs> and you go to the restaurants and give them a hard time, and that's that's they did that. Right. They're so now, orders. but see now, so so the Democrat uh, uh, politicians are not afraid of the right anymore. Right. They're now they're afraid of the progressive left. Yeah, that's exactly because right. this house of cards now they're devouring each other. Mm-hmm. It's a circular firing squad. Mm-hmm. They created this monster, yep. and now they can't control it. Yep. Which uh, honestly, I I love to see it. I I love that a Don't lot. Don't you though? I love to see that. All right, we've got more to come, <laughs> including the new bombshell report that documents evidence uh, that coronavirus was spreading in Wuhan as early as May 2019. Oh my gosh! Clutch your pearls. I'm sure you're super shocked to hear that China knew all along and didn't say anything. First, we want to thank our sponsor, uh, Chamonix. So um, I would really love like an extra hour or eight. Uh, uh, night's sleep, but with my crazy schedule and my baby that never sleeps, uh, that's not going to happen. I'm sure a lot of you out there can really relate to this, but at least I can look well-rested. I can fool everyone with Genucel from Chamonix. So um, I have been using Genucel from Chamonix, this company that they utilize this plant stem cell therapy specifically targeting eye puffiness and bags. It is really, really powerful natural serum and it has immediate effects. So it is guaranteed to show results in as little as 12 hours or your money back. So you can take the risk knowing that what you have invested, if it doesn't work, you will get your money back. Uh, User saw results in only 12 hours with dramatic improvements in two weeks, and it contains eight extra ingredients to significantly reduce the appearance of bags and puffiness. They use, like I said, that patented plant stem cell technology to improve longevity and brilliant long-term results. We have the before and after here, if we can look at that really quickly. Um, It really does work, you guys. So if you are suffering from you just don't get enough sleep, or maybe you've just hit the age where you just don't like the way your skin looks, I highly suggest you give this a try. If you order now, you'll get 50% off all Genucel packages. That is 5-0 half off. If you go to lovegenucel.com slash Y, get 50% off at lovegenucel. That is love, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash why Uh, A new report documented evidence that the coronavirus has been spreading in Wuhan as early as May 2019. And the Chinese government, of course, knew about it. This is a report called Procuring for a Pandemic, an assessment of, how do you say this, Hubei? Province, PCR, thanks, we'll go with it. PCR procurement contracts uh, does show that the government in China was buying up testing related to the coronavirus much earlier than the officially recognized beginning of the pandemic. So this PCR testing, uh, the PCR procurement procurement contracts are called like the gold standard of the coronavirus testing. And they were... uh, they were dramatically increasing their number of these PCR procurement contracts in 2019. The increase was present in both the contract total value and the number of contracts. Uh, They also said in this report that the institutional spending on the PCR contracts was greater in 2019 than in the two previous years 
combined. Um, so nothing to see here, you guys. Uh, it's not that it was exactly what we said it was at the beginning of all of this. But if you said it on social media on the wrong platform, you would get banned because it was a conspiracy theory. Uh, you just fast forward about a year and a half. And here we are right back where we were in March of 2020. By the way, I would just like to throw this story in as well. If the two are related, I'll let you guys decide. Uh, NIH Director Francis Collins uh, is going to step down. He has announced that he is going to resign by the end of the year. I, I just found it interesting, this departure. Um, they do say that it was that it was planned for some time, but I do find it interesting, the announcement of this departure, literally the day before uh, this report surfaces. By the way, that spot will be open. This is Fauci's boss. So, who takes mm. the spot? Uh, what, like, show that full screen again, uh, Steve. Like, okay. like, yeah, like, okay, so he's holding the... Like, if we ever at any time <laughs> oh, in history, like, built models of a, of a virus and just, like, everybody knows what that looks like now and, yeah. like, we've so publicized this, like, this whole thing is is just so theater right yes. the whole deal is just so much theater uh it's insane the way that we have built this thing and, and now we we center our entire culture and our lives around this entire thing so it'd be great if i thought somebody with common sense and then was going to respect real data and uh, science and medicine we're going to step into that position but no just like the fbi everything's so politicized we don't trust any of it well and it's so bureaucratic right mm -hmm. this is the type of thing that we were talking about that these are guys who have worked in the government for so long they've been so far removed from the person who they are affecting when they're talking about all of these policies uh and by the way just just to have you chew on this uh along with Anthony Fauci, this guy, Francis Collins, in 2011, wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post defending gain-of-function research. So, And he, by the way, was still the person in 2014 and 2019 who uh, approved the grants for the nonprofit EcoHealth Alliance, who we have talked about on the show, to study the bat coronaviruses in China, which were, of course, gain-of-function uh, research studies. So I... If Again, you, whether these two stories are related, I don't know. I'm just presenting them both as news of the day. Um, and You're going to get banned by 6 o'clock. <laughs> For saying what? I, that's why we don't... They're even, all we, two separate stories. We don't, we don't say the, the, the C word. We don't say the V word. We don't say any... It's just the blah, blah now. We, on my show, we just, just say the, the blah, blah. blah. The, okay. the virus is the blah, blah. The vaccine is the blah, blah. It's, we don't even talk about these. These are things we talk not of. I mean, I feel like that's going to get pretty confusing when everything's the blah, The whole blah. thing's confusing. <laughs> I mean, you just stand up there and say blah, 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 and that's exactly what's coming out of Fauci's mouth, so why not? Well, you're, you're not wrong there. This is clown world we've moved into. We're not in reality anymore. Bats are delicious if you cook them right. Ew. You've got to get the wings crispy, Sheriff. That's the, the little barbecue sauce. You're so yeah, weird. You know, these guys from back east that L were Well, hatched, I'm right? country. <laughs> Listen, I got a cousin that got arrested for selling chicken salad sandwiches at a cockfight because oh, she didn't have a food permit. Oh, I understand this kind of stuff, man. <laughs> this world I come out of. I, you, have you you've eaten squirrel? Oh, yeah. Oh. I grew up eating squirrel. I used to kill one squirrel a, a, a day, and we and eat it. Yeah, we'd eat it. 
Eat it for breakfast. White gravy. Ain't nothing wrong with I that. Sa I said this is the honky tonk episode. <laughs> this is this is this is what you get. Making me hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> Gross, sheriff. What are your thoughts? I don't know that I can follow that. <laughs> well, I could try to veer you the, back to the actual topic. The, the and actual not. topic is yeah. is that I, I don't believe in coincidence. So it's uh, it's interesting yeah. that that these things are occurring. Uh, I you know he said he's been thinking about leaving for some time. My goodness, he's only been in office what six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some time and uh, then uh, the other the other thing is is back in the day you, we couldn't talk that this might have come out of a lab because we get banned right. you know that was the first red flag of that wait a minute we're doing an investigation we're already ruling out things without evidence mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. first first red flag and, and you have the World Health Organization who clearly the documentation shows that they've been in China's back pocket the whole time sure. they were the ones who were coming out saying oh no no no, no, no. what they're saying yeah. is totally true yeah. everything is above board what they're saying you should definitely listen to them in their research. Absolutely, and, and it, it, interesting enough that you know coming from an animal is one thing, and coming out of a lab is a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. Because you know I personally had COVID, and I've never seen anything like it in my life, and I had a mild. Yeah. I had a mild uh, reaction to it, and it's just interesting on how it's targeting and how it uh, not only inside organs but who it targets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if China actually pays for this, pays any price for this. I don't I don't uh, think that the U.S. would like hold the charge Not on that. Not with this administration. Right, right, and that's why I say that. But I mean, I, you have to wonder, like, are, are any other countries gonna go, hey, you know what, we had a lot of our people die. Um, you probably should be held accountable for that. Or they're just gonna get away with it? I think right now people are gonna look where? To Washington. Yeah. Now, you know, whether they're in Europe or whether they're in Asia, they're going to say, "What is Washington doing?" Yeah. And I, however, we might be surprised because you know, 20 years ago when we were making fun of the French, they're suddenly leading <laughs> in a lot of bold causes. So the I French know. may stay up and say something. I yeah. know. I and that would be Lee embarrassing. Lee. That would be really embarrassing, yeah. Chad. I listen. I, I can speak enough French to get by. <laughs> and I love weird cheese that smells funny and wine so i can go over there and hang with the french i mean when we're talking about who if we could pick our overlords whoever our next overlords would be i would not pick china i'm to i'm totally going france if you have to have one yeah, if you have to have one yeah. you know i don't know i don't i said i don't know oh okay <laughs> Thanks. I don't speak French, obviously. Uh, all right, we've Much got... Much better food than the English. Yeah, way better. Oh. Way better. It's Okay, so you, is English food bland? Is that, bland. Is that the... It's horrendous. Okay, that's, the, that's the road that we're traveling right I now. I love you, but it's horrendous, and you <laughs> know this. I, well, I feel like they get very offended when you say that. Yeah. Oh, I hope I, not. You, I okay, care. so this I, video it, will not be taken down for what I said. It's going to be taken down because you've offended the English. But here's the thing. Back in, back in the 1770s, uh, we used to shoot at the British with uh, hunting muskets with hats that were made out of squirrel on our head. Uh, so we don't really care uh, about yeah. what they think right now. <laughs> we just don't. Boris, okay. globalist. Uh, that's fair. Uh, all right, we've got more to come, <laughs> including uh, what was going on at Facebook yesterday. Mm. And we'll be back in a minute. Facebook. He lost $7 billion. We 
mentioned on the program yesterday, Facebook was down along with what they own, Instagram, WhatsApp, uh, they were all down. All of these social media uh, outlets were down for the better part of yesterday. Uh, Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg lost uh, just, a, just a quick $6 billion of his personal wealth as the stock for the company plummeted. Uh, let's see, the outage, it was $335.50 a share at the opening bell and went down to uh, $326.23 a share uh, at the close of the day. It was a 4.89% plummet. Um, but don't worry about Mark. He'll be fine. Good old Marky Mark, because he still has uh, just $121.6 billion. So I'm I mean, I don't know what you what do you do if you have that much money and you lose six billion of it? Like, do you cry or are you just like, look, you know, here's where you cry. Like, I can't relate to that. But, you know, I love to see these rags to riches stories. And then sometimes you go back to rags. It's kind of a cinematic you know, theme there. I like when I started out, I think I had like twenty four dollars in the bank. Now I've got 17. (laughs) It's so I can't really relate to this story Uh at all on any level whatsoever. (laughs) I don't even know how many zeros a billion has. (laughs) I don't even think I my think calculator it, goes I was going to say, high. the calculator it stops before you get yeah. to it. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff, I, um, so let me just, did you, did you, were you keeping up with this yesterday? I, I was not. I was, <laughs> so I was not. My <laughs> idea, works. I know, that's my, my thought process yeah. was like, you don't really care what's going on with social media at any given point of the day. Well, I care if they're organizing rights and protest right. and that kind of right, thing. Right, but, right, right. Uh, but, but, you know, some of that's monitored. But, uh, you know, this kind of, t- kind of thing is, for Mark, I, I think he's probably taking the position it was paper yesterday and it'll be paper tomorrow. Well, it was. You know, it just was a very peculiar day, chain of events, because you had this uh, this Facebook whistleblower who was um, testifying kind of at, it was yesterday, right? Is at the same time? No, today. She testified. She was before Congress today. today. She came out. She made a statement. That's what it was. And then she testified before Congress today. And um, yeah, and yesterday was. was when the outage happened, and there were employees who said, we can't get into the building. Nobody could get in, they said. And there was this big outage. And so there was a little bit of speculation there. But uh, this whistleblower, just so that you guys know, um, she uh, she has a record of donations to far left Democrats and a history of raising issues about purported bias while at previous employers as well. Um, She's also repped by the same lawyer for the whistleblower behind the Trump impeachment. So <laughs> it's very, very bizarre. Um, here, here's what she had to say, and I want to get your thoughts on if we were to just make any sort of, I don't know, just guess, educated guess about what's going on, what it would be. Here is uh, the Facebook whistleblower, Francis Hogan. Watch. The patterns that children establish in their teenage years live with them for the rest of their lives the way they conceptualize who they are, how they conceptualize how they interact with other people, are patterns and habits that they will take with them as they become adults, as they themselves raise children. I'm very scared about the upcoming generation because when you and I interact in person and I say something mean to you and I see you wince or I see you cry, that makes me less likely to do it the next time, right? That's a feedback cycle. Online kids don't get those cues and they learn to be incredibly cruel to each other and they normalize it. And I'm scared of what will their lives look like where they grow up with the idea that it's okay to be treated badly by people who, who allegedly care about them. That's a scary future. 
So really, her argument is that there there should be more censorship uh, on Facebook, more government involvement, not less. I don't think it's a coincidence that she has all of these ties to the far left. She's donated to uh, all Democrats, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, and you know people of that nature. So uh, it's <coughs> hard to not think this is kind of... I don't know. Not that the Democrats would ever set anything up. Oh, no, I think she was a sacrificial lamb. I think that, uh, you know, they felt the pressure and the push from D.C. Silicon Valley's felt that. So it's almost Mm -hmm. like a setup. Like, okay, let's make her the pastoral lamb, right? Right. Let's just put her out there. She's going to be the person that's going to go out there. And and it's going to almost be, uh, now we'll let the government control us a little bit. And and then, but ultimately gets them off of our back. Yeah. Because now we can do whatever we want to do. Because let's face it, they're the ones, they're the, the puppet masters that are pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, look, I love the fact that Facebook got put in Facebook jail for eight <laughs> hours. I, I live in Facebook jail. I was going to say, you're quite familiar with Facebook jail. Very much so. I think I'm headed in right now. Uh, but the... Are you, is that why you're here? It is. You're taking I'm, Facebook jail? Facebook jail, that's it. He blew my cover. I tell the sheriff all the time, we've been friends a long time, I'm like, I, I hope I never have to call in a favor. I guarantee it will not be over Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, I don't know that he'd give me the favor. This is a, <laughs> this is a rule of law guy right here. I don't right think here. he would. I don't uh, think he would. But no, it, it's, it's, it's a mess. It really is. Uh, and look, I don't disagree with what she was saying in its essence, okay? I mean, you could apply that to, say, mask mandates. Right. 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 It's going to imprint children and how yeah. they're going to grow up and be as adults. Well, you also, um, like, the parent should not be letting their kid on Facebook Right. Just it, it, to be it, doing but, all of this. And they're out there. Yeah. But I don't believe in censorship in any right. form. Right. In any form. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's, it's, you get in trouble when you start doing that. But that's what they're demanding is more oversight mm-hmm. in what gets out there. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be bullied. Hit the button. I know. Turn it off. Well, that, but that's why I'm saying, and you, if you can't expect a kid to do that, where are their parents? Why are their right. parents not watching what they're doing? Why did their parents let them get a Facebook account? I mean, there are plenty of questions that we should be going sure. to before. Let's go ahead and censor people more because they might be really mean on the internet. Sheriff, what are your thoughts? I, I agree that we do not need any more censorship. We've had enough. I think, again, in essence, what she said was true. But what she's saying is, is, hey, parents, you parent. Right. And then if somebody wants to get on there and do whatever they do, they do. And you get a choice to either watch it or not watch it. In this day and age, you know, on our communication devices, we can see anything we want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so what keeps us from doing that? Uh, interdiscipline? Faith? Yeah. What is it? But uh, uh, I don't want the government deciding. Right. Especially not this one. No, not not right now. I mean, I I don't want government involvement. I think I don't know exactly what the answer is because something needs to happen. But it's really difficult for me to get on board with any sort of government involvement in the Biden administration. And I think this that this was leaning toward at the end of the year. What I would agree with is take the government protection away from those media sources and let them stand on their own two legs when they do something and be able to have civil uh, the civil ability to go after them and say, hey, that's not right. Yes, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. They are not, they are definitely publishers. They are not platforms anymore. If they were, they would be applying everything that's right. evenly. Uh, all right, Chad Prather, last word. Um, yeah, go ahead. 
Am I crazy? Get it where book. Listen, we poured our heart and soul into this book, and it took forever to get the thing out because of a paper shortage, and it's finally coming out. So, got tons of stuff going on, and uh, you can go to watchchad.com and get all things it is. me. It's but it is a good book. It's a it fun. It's, it's insightful. You'll actually walk away having thought about some things, yeah. but a few laughs mixed in as well. It's okay that the world is is ending and everything's on fire because you'll feel good about the book. Well, we're the book makes you at least feel good about it. We're looking at this woke culture, right? Yeah. I'm taking on the insanity of the woke culture that we've normalized and it, and it is so... Uh, created this nightmare that is what we're looking at. You know, everything from social media on down. Yeah, it'll at least make you feel good. You got to pick it up today. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is the part of the program where I try to convince you to go to wherever you get your audio podcasts and you got to just go there. Start typing in, in the search bar, the news and why. You, pro- you will probably not have to get that far, and then you will find it, and you will click on that. And then you will see uh, my ridiculous face there. Like, I don't know where I'm looking. I'm looking upwards to the heavens, I guess. Chad's over there giving me the it's eye. Like a, it's like the Brady You're giving bunch. me side eye. Sort of like the Brady bunch. In this, in this picture that I just noticed. You're giving me side eye. It is kind of, it's like the dysfunctional Brady What's bunch. What's Beck doing on there? Does Beck even still work here anymore? <laughs> He he's, I don't know if we've been blacklisted or what. I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, I think he's a hologram. Uh, yeah, he I'm doesn't con- live on the planet. I'm anymore. convinced he's a hologram. Uh, but uh, hey, let me let me read a review really quickly. So uh, you may see a review read live on air like this one. Always enjoy listening with all the guests. Also feel more knowledgeable. Thanks all. This is from JFan57. Thank you so much for your review. Get him in, guys. And thank you, gentlemen, for being here. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.